This year on this feast of the most holy body and blood of our Lord, we're celebrating it in a very different way. Normally, year after year, we get to celebrate this with the full church as an opportunity for me just to kind of hopefully um, teach and, and preach and get people a little bit more understanding to what it is that we do every single Sunday. But this, this year, we are called to celebrate this feast in a different setting. For most of us, they're celebrating in home, watching this online or over right now in McMahon Hall in our, in our um, overflow section. And we're called to take a look perhaps at what this Eucharist means and in this context, in our times, in a time of pandemic where we are shut in and we are waiting for uh, the virus to, um, for us to have treatments for this virus and to have the effects of this virus to move, move on. But we're not there yet. We're here. We're here in these times. We're here in these days. And as much as it was initially, uh, I'm sure, very sad for a lot of the moms and dads that we were not going to be able to celebrate the big celebration of First Communion, what I've been finding is there's been, it's been kind of cool because I get, to, I get to celebrate it with you as individual families and hopefully making this a little bit more special than maybe years past just because I get to focus in on each of you individually more so than I would have with 70 kids, right? And to be able to speak to you a little bit more directly and make this a, a more special day. And today is going to be special for you because this feast of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, you will always connect with this, your first Holy Communion Day. And so we get, to, we get to make that and have that celebration. But how to really approach this topic and really even explain maybe how, what, this, what this celebration could mean for today, I just felt like I needed just to share what my reflections have been in these three months and the differences of what this has been like. And it really has, for the last three months, when we first started, we had to close down. Only people who could be here was less than 10 people. So pretty much all we had were the ministers themselves. And everyone else was, was, was live streaming in. They were watching on, um, on Facebook Live or other social media outlets. And we were watching in our homes. And we celebrated the great feast of Easter and Pentecost in our homes. And it's only been recently they've been able to have smaller groups here. But then we were asked, all of you were asked to make a spiritual communion. And I don't want you to take that lightly because I, it is very important for us to remember that most of you that especially are tuning in from home, you have received the Eucharist. And this, what you have received still has incredible value and has power. And, what you will, and you will continue in your spiritual communion today to be able to, to invite the Lord into your lives. But what I found as priest was that it highlighted, this experience of these last three months has highlighted that this whole celebration, when I get into the Eucharistic prayer, it, is, it becomes something far beyond me. It's not about me at all. As a matter of fact, in the words of institution, as I was reflecting with, with Father Mike, formerly known as Deacon Mike, Rizzo, who was ordained last week, 
we would, he would speak about the, the words are in the first person. And as Jesus is speaking to his disciples, celebrating that last supper and offering his body and offering his blood, so the priest is receiving this Eucharist, doing the same thing as offering to you. And the responsibility of being able to receive that Eucharist, his body and his blood, on your behalf. I've felt the, the importance, the power, and I'd have to say a little of the burden of what that means. But I want you all to know that I have, really, I have prayed it probably more, more deeply than ever before in my priesthood in these days where you can't be with me. But then it was as we have been starting to, to celebrate our first Holy Communions, it was on Pentecost where we had two young men who were, who were coming up for their first Holy Communion. And I shared with them as I share with you that what makes this, this day so important, as Jesus was explaining to the crowds, is that this Eucharist that you received today for your very first time is Jesus wanting to be in you. And he wants you to live in him. And then by this communion of the two of you coming together, that is that, that promise that you will have life within you. This divine life, Jesus Christ living within you after receiving communion, you go outside of the church knowing he will never leave you orphaned. He will walk with you. You will have eternal life. And I said that, that at, at that Pentecost Mass, and, and as we got ready to receive, uh, offer communion to these two boys, it was so, as the body of Christ, and this young man received it in his hand, and he took it, and he ate it, and then he just closed his eyes. And he had a holy moment. And I hope his, his, Parents got a picture of it. I don't know, but I and she were the only two people who had a chance to really see it. It was beautiful. It was gratitude. It was a meeting. It was beautiful. And I was like, whoa. It was so, so pretty. And just what a, what a wonderful moment. And then we offered him the, the chalice and, and, and we got to, you know, congratulate them, and they went back to their families. It was a beautiful, beautiful day, and I hope that each of you will, will have a sense of, of that encounter, that meeting with Jesus today, and that you too will have that sense of just, he's in me, and I'm in him, and that will be just a wonderful moment. And then I also just was remembering that one of the other experiences of these last three months has, as we have been, especially since we've been opening up a little bit to 25 and hopefully pretty soon to 250, we have been, you know, I've experienced almost twice, if not three times a week, at some point, somebody finally gets in here. They finally get in here to celebrate Mass. And as I'm going through, because right now the priests are coming to the people, and as I come up to a couple, you know, these, these people who are finally able to come in to receive the Lord in the Eucharist, Tears. Tears of joy. And that has taught me something. How incredibly important receiving the Eucharist is to you. 
how incredibly important, how much we've missed it, how much we miss being together and the joy that comes by being together. And that is just where I just find myself on this feast day today with this prayer. I, we are going to be in these particular weeks for, you know, for, for a little while longer now. But we, it will pass. But in these days specifically, you know, where we're, where we're seeing division of all sorts, we're seeing illness, we're seeing anger. On this day, what we celebrate is communion, love, and life. Today, we celebrate communion, love, and life. So my brothers and sisters, I pray that as you make your spiritual communion, as we receive our Lord in communion today, let's put our attention on those three things. Communion, love, and life. And let's live the life that Christ has given us to live. And let's, that, let's, let's have more trust in that life than in the noise that happens outside. He is leading us. He is truly leading us to our heavenly homeland, which we'll, we will ultimately receive on our final day, his day. But for today, my children, I welcome you to the table for the first time.